Yeah. What is going on, everybody? This is your host, Rob, back with another episode of From My Experience Podcast. How is everybody doing out there? How's everybody doing? Y'all doing good? You all right? How you feeling out there? You good? I'm good, man. We're going to get into it, man. We're we going to promote positivity as usual. Um, you know, life gives us a lot of teachable moments. And, yeah, there's a teachable moment here today. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to keep y'all long. I just want to touch on a couple things that you may want to think about, you know? Just a couple things you may want to think about. We'll get into it. Thank you for those who like, share, and subscribe. I love y'all. It ain't one thing, it's another. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> y'all, I don't know, man. All I can say is, I, yeah. Sorry, I just needed to take a breather. Um, thank you all again, those of you who like, share, and subscribe. I appreciate y'all. I really do hope y'all are doing well. A lot of things are happening in the world. It's almost summertime, so I know a lot of antics and things are taking place right before it gets hot outside, and like, you know, one of my favorite rappers, Joe Budden, used to say, people start acting stupid when it gets hot outside, so um, yeah, 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 y'all prepare for the, the antics of summer, and don't have very much headline news for y'all today, but uh, I do have something. Oh my god, man. Wait, wait. I don't really got one headline, honestly. So, my timeline and your timeline, if we follow the same type of stuff, has been filled up with this huge RICO violation indictment. Um, Young Thug and Gunna, two rappers. Let me just, USA Today says, rapper Gunner was booked into an Atlanta jail Wednesday on a racketeering charge after he was indicted with fellow rapper Young Thug and more than two dozen other people for conspiracy to convict, conspiracy to violate the Racketeer Influenced and Corrupt Organization Act. The 88-page indictment filed Monday in Fulton County Superior Court accuses Gunner, who is 28, of violating Georgia's anti-racketeering law. Young Thug, who's only 30, is accused of co-founding a violent street gang named Young Slime Life, commonly known as YSL, that committed multiple murders, shootings, and carjackings over roughly a decade. YSL is affiliated with the National Bloods Gang. Monday's indictment names 26 other defendants outside of Young Thug and Gunna and includes a wide-ranging list of 181 acts that prosecutors say were committed 
Beginning in 2013, prosecutors say the alleged racketeering conspiracy was used to further the gang's interests using lyrics and music videos as evidence. I'm going to get into that in a second. Um, first of all, I want to say peace, prayers, and blessings to everyone involved. Those are very young black men at 28 and 30 years old. I pray that this is not true. Uh, I pray that this is just, you know, this gets dismissed or they beat this case if they aren't involved. Um, if they are involved, I mean, that's, you know, multiple murders, shootings, and carjackings over roughly a decade. That's some nasty stuff, man. Uh, so, yeah, let's. I just pray it ain't true. But, you know, they got an 88-page indictment, and they've been following them for 10 years. And they got enough to arrest you. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Um, your last bit of front page news, ladies and gentlemen. I told you I'm going to beat you all over the head with this one. Google stock split. Google is traded as Alphabet. Will happen in July. It is a 20 to 1 stock split. Take the price of Google right now, divided by 20. That will be the new price of the stock or whatever that price is on that day divided by 20. Also, don't forget the Amazon stock split. That's 20. It's a 20 to one split as well happening in June. I'm going to tell y'all this every week until it happens because we're already in May. June is around the corner. Um, I think it's happening early June around the 5th or something like that. I already got money set aside for it. I'm getting me a few shares of both, but I, I'm just going to keep beating y'all over the head with it because I want y'all to make this come up like I'm going to make this come up. All right. Those are our headlines. All right, y'all. Man, okay. So, I'm going to just get... I'm going to get right into it. This Young Thug Rico case thing brings me back to something I've talked about on this show before. So, I'm going to tie this in with my thoughts about the headlines, basically. And just managing your digital footprint. Um, I don't really follow Gunner or Young Thug, so I don't really even know their social media profiles, but I know of their music and things of that nature. And um, it's interesting. So I will, I will speak on the common man side of things. We all know that we all have a digital footprint. What we say, what we do, what we post. Once you post it, it's out there forever. All it takes is someone to take a screenshot and it will live on forever because they can post it whenever, however they want to. And there's nothing you can do about it. And your digital footprint is important as hell these days. I mean, how many times have we seen celebrities get, well, fake, get quote unquote canceled because of something they tweeted, you know, two, three, four, five, 10, 15 years ago or something they posted 10 or 15 years ago? Like, you know, your history follows you it follows you man so i just want to caution y'all um in the wake of just this whole clout chasing cap uh attention grabbing behavior trend style whatever is happening in the world right now everybody wants to be first and everybody wants to be a part of stuff uh, i even talked about this last week with the passing of kevin samuels same thing, man. You know, uh, there's some people I'm just no longer friends with on social media. And honestly, in person, I didn't really rock with them a whole bunch either. I was cordial. I'll continue to be cordial. But, you know, everyone's not a comedian. 
Um, I am not a comedian. I'm funny. My friends have told me I should be a comedian. I have great comedic timing. But, you know, I I, I draw the line uh, very uh, close to the safe zone in comparison to other people's. Now, especially, it, well, I'll say in the social space. Now, if I'm in the privacy of my home and we gathered and we're friends and we just talking and it's among us, cool. You know what I'm saying? People going to talk about what they talk about because it's in a closed space that's not going to get out to really hurt or impact or affect anybody. But if I know I'm going to put, put something on a social platform, and I don't know about you, I plan on being super highly successful. I'm already successful, you know, with the career that I have. I'm successful because this podcast is still going after multiple, multiple years. But I plan on going to new heights and new levels. So as I do that, as I post and you know, do things like clean up my language a bit and just thinking about who I respond to, who I don't respond to, what I follow, you know, who I associate with, you know, who our affiliates are. I think about all those things because now your digital footprint is your first impression. It's your first impression. Most people, I think I told this story before, there was a girl that worked at a store. I was in the store, bought some stuff. I said, man, she looks cute. I peeped her name tag, didn't really talk to her. I was in a rush. I went home and looked her up and looked up her social profiles and made judgment calls and decisions based off of that. I know, call it what you will, but that's what we do. You know what I'm saying? And you get a little glimpse into somebody. So, you know, people want to say, well, freedom of speech, I can say what I want, do what I want, is my social media. I think there's very few people that have a 100% fake persona online. You know, typically it's an aspect or two. You know, I would I would venture to say an aspect or two. But a big chunk of your social media is probably who you really are. And before someone gets to have a conversation with you, they're going to see that. Uh, whether that be someone that's romantically interested, whether that's a potential business partner, uh, you're seeking employment, like, these are things that you got to think about. <laughs> I asked, I used to have some wild stuff on the internet. Uh, I wouldn't even say wild. I would say stuff that people would deem, quote, unquote, inappropriate or maybe even highly inappropriate. I don't know. But I removed it. Just like when I got, when I went to get my first job at a uh, college, I went on my Facebook page. This is before Instagram was really, blo- I don't even know if Instagram was out, was it? Maybe it was. I don't know. But I went on took my social media and cleaned it up i cleaned out the pictures my old twitter account i used to say crazy stuff on there i just deleted it i deleted that years ago i I don't even use twitter like that honestly but i deleted that years ago um and now same thing you know i'm typically on facebook and i just watch what i say i watch what i do and it's not that i'm censoring myself or i'm not quote unquote being real or i'm afraid it's like no i have common sense like To get to where I want to go in life, I need other people. I need business connections. I'm going to need backing. I'm going to need funding. So I want to give these people more of a reason to say yes when I come knocking versus to say no. Because at the end of the day, if you are in business, you have a brand to protect. You have an identity to protect and uphold and uplift. That can be done in many different ways. And depending on the circle you're trying to be in, you got to really watch who and what you associate yourself with. So when it comes to your digital footprint and all this stuff you're putting out on social media, just think about that. 
You know, if you if you're trying to get this five hundred thousand from this company to invest in you, but your Instagram and your Twitter and your stuff look crazy, but that's not a part of your brand. You know, yes, you're a person and you're allowed to have your life and your ways about it. But let's be real. We know that we are all judgmental. We are judgmental. So when people see that, you know, you're not you want to give them the warm and fuzzies. Doesn't mean you got to be fake. I know plenty of people whose pages are private or plenty of people who just don't post very much. Much like myself, most of the time y'all see me post something motivational or something in relation to business or something in relation to the podcast. Not very much personal stuff, not very many pictures of me with my outings and my social life and stuff like that because everything don't belong on the internet. That's all I got to say about that. <sighs> okay. Um, yeah, before I start talking about this Young Thug thing, let me, uh, let me try to pay some bills. Yeah. Are you looking to support From My Experience podcast? Well, let me tell you how you can do that. You can support From My Experience podcast by liking, sharing, subscribing, and listening. However, you can also support us by shopping with our affiliates. We have Acre Gold. Acre Gold lets you buy gold bars on a subscription basis. So check out Acre Gold. Pick the amount of gold that you want to purchase and go ahead and get started today. Once you have reached your payment threshold, they will ship you your gold bar in a nice, discreet package. Make sure you check out Acre Gold. We have Garner's Garden. Garner's Garden sells 100% organic products, hair care, skin care, oral health care, things of that nature. So for those of you who may be sensitive to chemicals or you just bought that natural life, make sure you check out Garner's Garden. Those of you who need to collect information, much like me, when I have guests for the podcast, I send them a form that they fill out so I can get a little bit of information about them before I sit down and have a conversation. I use JotForms. JotForms is awesome. I've been using them for years, and I think you should check them out as well. They let you customize your own forms, and you can send those out, and they'll come right back to you in a nice, neat package. And last but not least, learn anytime, anywhere with Listenable. Powerful, bite-sized audio courses authorized by well-loved experts. So if you love learning on the go, make sure you check out Listenable. And if you want to donate to the show directly, email us, rob at fmepodcast.com or admin at fmepodcast.com. Reach out, contact us, and let's talk about it. Alrighty, that is how you can support the show. We definitely appreciate all the likes, shares, and subscribes, subscriptions <laughs> as well. Alright, so surrounding this young thug and gunner situation, you know, there there was talk before this about um I think Jay-Z was a prominent figure in this hold up. Uh, but basically it was about rap lyrics not being used against people. So, yeah, here we go. In the New York Post. Yeah, so they don't want rap lyrics to be used against 
artist anymore. And I don't have a hundred percent of what that entails or what they really mean by that and what context. I don't know if they're saying, hey, it shouldn't be used, you know, to determine their character. It shouldn't be used to, you know, on trial. Or it's like, where do you not want it to be used at? And then the other side of that coin is, if you out here doing this crazy stuff, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, eh, if you out here doing it, and you're talking about it in the song, you know, it's like a double-edged sword. You know, some people, I think it was a Joe Budden podcast I was listening to, they're trying to compare it to, like, actors. Like, oh, you're going to use their movies against them? It's different. You know, I've written songs, I've rapped songs, and, you know, I've written stuff that is completely false, and I've written stuff that is based on true events that have happened in my life or people close to me. So, you know, how would I feel if that music was used against me in a court of law? I wouldn't feel good about it if they took the stuff that was fake, and I know I didn't do any of that stuff, and now you're listening to this. But then, you know, my higher self says, well, you're the one putting this pen to paper. You're rapping for whatever reason, whether you're making a living, whether you love music, whether you love storytelling, whatever your purpose is. And you are putting it out there for the world to interpret and to absorb. So once you put it out there, it's kind of hard to say, hey, you can't do this. You can't do that. I put it out there. People bought into it. So, uh, let me see. I, I, I need to do some more research on this. But, uh, oh, ah, here it goes. It's first proposed in November by State uh, Brad Holyman. The rep, the rep music on trial legislation passed an initial stage in the Senate earlier this week. It seeks to prevent prosecutors from citing lyrics except in cases of clear and convincing proof that the words are linked to a crime. Ah. Now, this is back in January of 2022. So I'll read that again. They want to prevent prosecutors from citing lyrics except in cases of clear and convincing proof that the words are linked to a crime. Got it. So instead of base, well, what I, I'll tell you my interpretation of that. You're not allowed to use the lyrics to reach. You're not allowed to use the lyrics to reach. Now, if you got me on camera punching the hell out of Jonathan and stomping on his neck, and then I got a song called Jonathan's Neck, pause. Okay, there you go. Then I'm saying, and I'm rapping about it. Okay. But, you know, if I just have a song called Slapping People, but you have no evidence, no proof of me slapping anybody, okay. That sounds pretty balanced to me. Um, but I do think, I don't think it's cool because honestly, we don't know what these rappers are doing. Some of these rappers about that life, some of these rappers have done none of these things. So for it to be used, because like I said in this Rico case, lyrics from songs are being used. I mean, a huge example of that is Bobby Schmurder. You know what I'm saying? He just got out not too long ago. He put out one song, the lyrics in that song held too true to life, and it was used to put that man away. So, mm, digital footprint, ladies and gentlemen, back to the point, the digital footprint. 
What are you putting out there? What are you talking about? And can it be used against you? Now, um, this is just a lesson for, shoot, older people, younger people um, in general with this Rico case. You have your, your, I guess, I don't even know that these two are the lead. Who knows if this is even true? Alleged leads, let me say. But you got Gunna and Young Thug, two people who are highly popular um, in the music world and have money and fame and these type of things. But the indictment named 26 other people. 26. So... Think about who and what you affiliate yourself with and associate yourself with. So this is just uh <laughs> this is just a whole nother level of just thinking and you know outside of the digital footprint. Well actually let's leave that in there because if people associate you with someone or an organization, when they see that someone or that organization, they're gonna also see you. How do you wanna be seen? And here's the thing when it comes to how you want to be seen, ladies and gentlemen. You can't just take the good and leave the bad. You got to take the good and the bad that come along with that. Whatever it may be, whatever it may be, whether you're associated with a certain church, maybe you're associated with a certain gym, a restaurant, a brand, a company, a type of car, a clothing line, whatever you choose to associate yourself with or whoever you choose to associate yourself with, people are going to look at you and they're going to make judgment calls on that. And it's not always a bad thing. It could be good or bad. You know, if I'm always hanging around, you know, the people in the community who are doing stuff for the community and raising money and, you know, doing stuff for women's rights and men's rights and, you know, like... Then they see you and they're like, oh, he's associated with that program or that person or that organization that does that. So all I'm saying is these things attach themselves to you. Like the shit can't hit the fan and you'd be like, oh, no, nah, that ain't me. I don't do nothing with that. If you were benefiting from the positivity or the clout or the rep that goes along with it, now that the ish hits the fan, don't try to run. Like you enter, you out. <laughs> so, uh. With this whole digital footprint thing and all that, I just caution y'all. One, check your digital footprint. What are you talking about? What are you posting? What are you saying? And what are you projecting yourself to do? Because, yeah, there are some people who do make it. They're their quote-unquote unapologetic selves on social media. A lot of those people that we see have already made it to a point to where our opinion and most people's opinions don't matter because they already got the money and the fame that they need. But even those people, even those people, their old stuff still comes up to bite them in the ass every now and again. Okay? The Will Smith slap. Think about everything that Will Smith has done. I don't I don't think I've ever heard anything negative about him except for that slap. All the movies, the TV shows, the people that he's helped. That slap is now going to be a part of his digital footprint. It is recorded on film, living on the internet forever. And we know how some of these young kids are. A lot of these young kids don't go into the past and see what you did. They look at what you're doing right now. So now, to the younger generation... He might end up being the guy, the old guy who slapped the other old guy, the old comedian whose wife was trashing him on Red Table Talk. 
and think nothing about the excellence of Fresh Prince and all the movies that he was a part of. Could happen. Digital footprint, man. What are you leaving behind? Who are you associating yourself with? What are you associating yourself with? Think about that, especially when you were younger. I'm at the point now, thank God, I've grown up, I've moved on, I've outgrown people, I've outgrown things, and I'm trying to continue to associate myself with things that are positive, things that are uplifting, things that let others know, hey, that's a safe space over there. Let me come holler at this guy. Oh, I can invest with this guy because he's doing this, this, and this. You know what I'm saying? Um, so <laughs> there's uh, uh, there's good and bad that comes along with it at the end of the day. And I think y'all are wise enough to get that. So just think about that, man. But again, with this whole Rico case thing, I mean, it is what it is. This is fresh. This, I mean, that article I just read from USA Today is from the 10th, which was yesterday, Tuesday. Today being Wednesday the 11th. Uh, that's, that's sad, man. Bunch of young black men. Just young black men, man. Y'all, I mean, there's just so much you could do and so much impact and influence that you have. And now this is a stain on your history or your record. You know what I'm saying? And again, prayerfully... I mean, 188, 181 acts that they're trying to get these guys on. I pray that this stuff ain't true. How we say it? I pray it's just cap. I don't know. I'm not accusing anybody of anything. I don't know these people. I don't know what they do. I'm not in Atlanta. Um, but that's just a lot of crime. And, you know, I just hate to see coming, assuming everyone in here is black. You got 26 people. Young Thug being 27, Gunner being 28. 28 young black men, successful, I guess, young black men, affiliated, associated, working together, however you want to say it, you know, maybe going to prison for quite a while and dealing with these legal issues. So I'm just praying for all parties involved. But, I mean, at the same time, if your ass is guilty, well, you do the crime, you do the time. So... We'll see how this turns out. I know a lot of people are going to be speaking out um, on this, and I'm going to follow it to see what happens. But uh, the lyrics the lyrics being used, is that's an interesting one. That's an interesting one, man. But Check your digital footprint. Let me holler at my brothers. My strong black brothers. My intelligent black brothers. My brothers that are leaders. My brothers that are family men. My brothers that are brothers. <laughs> that are uncles. That are nephews. Teachers, doctors, lawyers, mechanics. Sanitation workers. Custodians. Principals. Lawyers. Working in the plant. Working in the warehouse, Uber drivers, bus drivers, taxi drivers, pilots, travel agents, artists, podcasters, gamers, 
what up with y'all, talking to everyone. I pray that peace has found you this week and that it continues to find you. My message to you all, black brothers, this week. <laughs> Check your affiliates. <laughs> Who's attached to you? Who and what are who and what have you attached yourself to? And are you satisfied and or happy with those attachments? Um, I say that because it can make a drastic dis difference in your life. You know, those of you who listen to the pod, I talk about my boy CV and I talk about my mentor Corwin a lot. They literally have changed my life, the way that I think, the way that I move. I'm much more sharp, much more business oriented. Got to shout out my boy Russell Stewart, too, because he was like the catalyst. I got to holler at Russ and get some more business knowledge from that brother because he's doing some stuff and making some moves that I want to make one day. So I need to learn from him. But he was the catalyst, man. He had a conversation with me when I was down and out. You know, housemates, I'm sleeping on the couch because I got dang near nothing to my name except for my degree and a career and a car. And he was really trying to impart knowledge on me, man. And some of it stuck and some of it didn't. But years later, I remember those conversations. I remember what he said and it held true. So I do thank him for that. And now that I have, I have, I have my running mates, I got people running next to me in this thing. And it's like, they're over there doing this and I'm over here doing that. But it came from who and what I chose to associate myself with. I'm listing my businesses and business directories, black business directories right now. Never did that before in my life because that's who I want to be affiliated and associated with. I want to be affiliated and associated with the people trying to move up in the world and do better for themselves and those who can help me do the same and those I can help do the same. That's where I'm at in my life. That's where I'm trying to be. I want to have a different type of fun. You know what I'm saying? Let, let's have a yacht party. Let's, let's, let's all go to the Bahamas. Let's go to this ski trip. Let's let's shoot out to to Miami. Let's shoot out to to Canada. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to elevate myself and get to the next level. And I know I can't do that if I'm associated and affiliated with things that aren't doing that, that are comfortable being stagnant, that are comfortable making excuses, that are comfortable being negative, that are comfortable being doubtful that are comfortable being delusional. No, you, you, those things got to go. That's why the tagline for this podcast is promoting positivity. We going up, everything up, everything up. What's the upside? Acknowledge the bad, the dark, the gloomy. Gotta get, gotta acknowledge it because you gotta learn from it. What's the upside? Let's find the upside. Where's the lesson in all this? So I don't want to go on a rant, but... That's what I'm going to say to y'all. It'll change your life, man. And don't be afraid of what you don't know. I come to people emotionally naked. When I don't know, like I like I told my uh, mentor Corwin when I met him, I said, uh, you, I want you to teach me everything you know. I don't know anything about real estate. I didn't come in there faking a funk. I didn't look at no 20-minute YouTube video. None of that. Because people will help you based on the information that they that you have. The more, and oh, this sounds bad. I don't have a better way to word it, so I'm just going to say it. When you come across and present yourself in an authentic way as truly being in need, meaning, yo, I really don't have this figured out, then someone's going to help you differently. 
You know what I'm saying? Versus, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I ain't, like, let's say I want to start a business. Yeah, man, you know, I, you know, yeah, bro. Okay. Yeah, you know, I got my, my, yeah, I got a business plan template. Yeah, uh huh. Oh, yeah, the LLC. Yeah, I know about that too. Yeah, yeah, uh huh. What, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, trademarking. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I got some things in the works with that. Shoot, really? All I need is the bread, bro. You know what I'm saying? Once I get the bread, then, you know, I can get this spot over here and rent it and blah, blah, blah. We like to do that to sound like we know what we're talking about. But if that same person, you're doing that to sound good, but if you don't know how to start an LLC or why you should have one, if you don't know about trademarking or why you should trademark, if you don't have a business plan, if you don't really know what goes into renting a building for your business, that person in front of you that you faking a funk for may have the answers to all those questions, but because you're trying to quote-unquote look a certain way, he can't help you because you want to look like you know it all. And here's the thing. When you come to somebody and you don't know it and they don't want to help you and they don't share the knowledge, that tells you all you need to know right there. <laughs> I want to know who's for me. I don't need a bunch of yes people and faking a funk like, oh, we got this. We all got this. If we all got this, why are we not sitting fat, rich? Why, if we all got this, why are we stressed when the gas price go up? If we all got this, how come nobody got four figures saved up in the bank? Five figures. Six figures. If we all got this, how come we ain't even start yet? But we got this. I'll wait. If we really got this, how come we not helping each other? That homeboy who might have writer's block or might need an extra in his film or might be trying to start a podcast but doesn't know where to begin or has a lawn care business and needs some more clients, could use some referrals. Don't get me started up in here today, man. But I, I went on a rant even though I said I wasn't going to go on one. But all right, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. I'm going to bounce on y'all. I love y'all. Thank you so much for listening and continuing to support. Man, um, go listen to Frank Factualities, my homegirl Yolanda's podcast. Check them out, Frank Factualities. Her podcast is dope, and I want y'all to check it out. I want to give her a special shout-out. Um, she started her podcast, and I'm very proud of her for continuing to keep it going. Stay encouraged out there. Stay encouraged. Um, yeah. Uh, shout out, oh shoot Shout out to Lawrence Inman A.K.A. Law He's been on the show a couple times Make sure you check out that interview With Outlaw Fitness uh, I have my consultation with him So I'll be going on this weight loss journey It's happening soon I'm thinking of starting within the next couple of weeks So my whole demeanor might be different Next time y'all hear me <laughs> But I gotta get myself together man You know what I'm saying I'm doing it for a couple reasons Number one I want to be healthy and I want to live long and I want to be able to enjoy life because health is wealth. Number two, I support black businesses. Anybody I have on the show, anything I can do to support them, I will, especially one of my fraternity brothers. Let's go. But I believe in his services. I want to be a part of that and I want to experience it. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, once again, I love y'all. Peace. 
prayers and blessings to everyone. And until next time, take care of yourselves physically, mentally, and financially. And we'll catch y'all next time. Peace. Peace.